Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So Joe Biden fell off his bike. I mean, that's 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 what happened. He was he was riding his bike and he came to a stop. I guess there were some reporters there from the video I saw was reporters. And uh, well, he fell. It was pretty clear that his, his right foot got stuck in, in the pedal, right? So you, you've got these shoes. People who do a lot of mountain biking, or a lot of biking in general, I should say, uh, know this. Uh, uh, they've, they've got this way for the shoe to lock into the pedal. But if, it doesn't, if you're not able to twist it out, you're, you're not going to be able to get your balance. You're going the wrong way. You're falling. He fell. Now, in any other circumstance and situation, it's a guy who fell on his bike. It's the president. You're going to pay attention to it. It's Joe Biden. It's once again proving that this guy is not okay. And you say to me, Tony, Tony, it's just just falling off his bike. It's no big deal. Wait a second. We have to follow the new rules. And the new rules state that everything proves that someone is mentally unfit. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, always good to be with you guys. How do I know this? How do I know this? Because Donald Trump once had a little bit of issue going down a ramp. I should say issue. Maybe issue is the wrong word. He was, it, it, it was a ramp. It was a bit of a decline, producer Ari. Decline. And so he was going just a little bit gingerly. Just making sure he had his footing. And that led two days of coverage regarding whether or not there was something wrong with Donald Trump's mental acuity. You see, he's not able to go down the ramp, so clearly he's criminally insane. Now, the man may be criminally insane, but it has nothing to do with going down a ramp. Nothing to do with going down a ramp, but it was days of coverage. It was those first two days, and it's gone on since then. Joe Biden can't walk up a flight of stairs twice. Joe Biden shakes the hands of people who aren't there. Joe Biden looks around. He's like, hey, where's my ice cream? This was Joe Biden with Jill Biden talking to the press when Jill Biden literally interrupts him and says, we got to go. They, they could drill so the hell so won't have it, but they're not doing it, number two. Number three, I think we're going to be in a position where we're going to... The first lady took it upon herself to interrupt the president while he's speaking to the press. You don't think that doesn't make Joe Biden look weak and feeble? Allow me to tell you, it makes Joe Biden look weak and feeble. He can end the press conference. He can walk away and say, thank you very much. She did it. She did it in a very controlling manner, by the way. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm sensitive to the issue. It doesn't look good. Joe Biden has giant ice cream cones keeping him away from the press. 
Remember the person dressed up as the ice cream cone or whatever? The Easter bunny. It wasn't an ice cream cone. It was an Easter bunny. But in his head, it was a giant ice cream cone. That's what he fantasizes about. There's something wrong with the man. This is obvious. So when he falls off his bike and you say to me, oh, it was just his foot got caught. It's no big deal. How dare you talk about it? Screw that. Days of coverage and speculation about Trump's mental health because he gingerly walked down a ramp. And maybe I'm being a little too uh, broad with the term gingerly. There is something seriously wrong with Joe Biden. But there's also something seriously wrong with this administration. Especially when you can get commentary like this from Vice President Harris. So we're going to see. I've, I've been convening. I've convened faith leaders. And, you know, for, for those of us of faith, I think that we, we agree, many of us, that there's nothing about this issue that will require anyone to abandon their faith or change their faith. It's simply saying that the government should not have the ability to decide what an individual does with her own body. When it comes to abortion, it's not going to change and not will require anyone to abandon their faith. <laughs> She is the greatest, greatest shield and protection for keeping Biden in office. That he's clearly not okay, but she's just out of her mind. And the polling shows that that's where America is at. Oddly enough, that isn't the subject that really moved me today. It's just... When I saw that he fell, I was like, okay, I saw the video, I clearly see what happened. And then I saw the left say, how dare you say anything about it? You set the rules. And then you claim other people can't live by those rules, they gotta live by a different set of rules. No. No. You set the rules. A guy who walks gingerly down a ramp, that's a guy you can question the, the mental acuity of and the, the fitness of to serve. Joe Biden, with the unlimited number of gaffes and, and ignorant statements and, and physical failings, that's somehow we're supposed to avoid. No, but it actually wasn't the story I was focused on. The story I was focused on is one that I'm not hearing about anywhere. It was hot last week. It was, it was hot. I, I was in Atlanta for a few days. Producer Ari, were you still here or did, were you out of town? Felt like I was on the surface of the sun. So he was here. It was hot, people. Never got this hot in Brooklyn kind of hot. But I was in Atlanta where it was admittedly still hot. But we've had heat before. I think it was hot, but I don't think it was something that was, you know, unprecedented. Yet the story from NBC News is... At least 2,000 cattle are dead in the Kansas heat. And I said, what? 2,000 head of cattle 
are dead, that's... Does anybody else find that peculiar? Find that strange? Find that odd? I mean, it was pretty hot, man. But we have heat all the time. So how all of a sudden are 2,000 head of cattle dead? Uh, Look, I am only asking a question because I not only don't have an answer, I'm bothered by the happening. Kansas is the third largest U.S. cattle state behind Texas and Nebraska. They have more than 2.4 million cattle in feedlots. You've got some water issues in places. Of course, the cost of feed. That's taking place fertilizer and feed. A lot does come from uh, Eastern Europe and, and from Ukraine. Do we have ourselves a problem in the offing that's about to become far more front and center? We've talked about the increased prices in meat. I talked about the fact that we purchased it in my home, a, uh, a chest freezer. So when things are on sale, we're able to load up. Northwest Kansas was at 108 degrees. Western Kansas and down through the panhandle was 110 degrees. They're expecting the weather to be, you know, hot going forward, but lower humidity, which is going to help, which is absolutely true. I don't know, just something about it with with everything we're dealing with and everything we're seeing, something about it struck me as awkward, problematic, that we would see this happen. And, And you know what? I could be absolutely out of my mind wrong. Right, I've got multiple places where this is being blamed on uh, on, on the temperatures, and it, that, that's all it is. And I agree. I guess my question is, do we always have cattle just dropping dead because of the heat? Two thousand of them. Is that is that a signal of something else, or is that a signal of a, of a cattle farmer not maybe doing their job? Or sometimes in intense heat, you're gonna lose some of the cattle. When I'm hearing these stories about food shortages, and uh, allow me to be clear, it's obvious that there are shortages, whether it's uh, people working or whether it's the supply chain issue, etc. It's very very clear. You know, I go back to um, well, this, this was oh, this was actually just uh, over the weekend. Farmers are warning that record diesel prices could lead to food shortages in the U.S. You've got John Boyd Jr., president of the National Black Farmers Association. I didn't know there was a National Black Farmers Association. He was on with our friend uh, Leland Vitter, uh, News Nation. Leland, I think Leland's going to be on the show this week. For so long, we've enjoyed lots of food in this country, so we've never ever faced a food shortage. I think that's coming in the coming months. The average diesel price, five seventy. It's up two dollars and forty cents year over year. And remember, you're talking about truckers. You're talking about how this stuff moves. We're talking. We're not talking about your very fuel efficient vehicle here. We're talking about trucks and semis and 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 those kinds of containers takes a lot of fuel to get from point a to point b 
Therefore, the cost goes up to us. Therefore, the cost of production goes up. And very possibly, you have less production. So, as is stated, if they can't afford to fuel their tractors and therefore can't harvest the crop, uh, you, you have not only a shortage of food for us, you have a shortage of the ingredients that people need for other food items, which means a shortage for us. I, I should be clear, I am not stating that with the cattle anything duplicitous happened. I guess as I think about it now, what... what um, what it's really done is kind of made me say this this food shortage issue is clearly going to going to be a lot worse than we think because we already have these other issues because one thing you know as in and of itself wouldn't be a big deal we can handle things one here one there we're getting a lot at one time this is definitely changing perception and the way people are, are dealing with it which is dealing with less changing their diets and realizing, okay, I can't afford this for the family. Steak is going to become more and more unaffordable. It's ju just the way it is. And the Biden administration still wants you to believe that somehow they've got it all under control. They're, they're convinced of it. This was um, Face the Nation. This is Margaret Brennan talking to brian deese who's one of uh biden's uh money people right economic people and i thought that margaret brennan did an absolutely fantastic job of discussing this inflation problem and when does this end the treasury secretary has said it will stay higher than the originally forecast 4.7 percent when does it come down how much time are you talking about well, prices are unacceptably high right now, and that's why the president has said we need to make this our top economic focus and do everything that we can to get them down. Most independent forecasters, the blue chip, uh, the Federal Reserve, as you say, see inflation beginning to moderate over the course of this year. But our focus is on what are the steps, what are the policies that we can take. And the single most impactful thing that we could do right now is to work with Congress to pass legislation that would lower the costs of things that families are facing right now, like, like prescription now? drugs. We could lower the cost of prescription drugs by allowing Medicare to negotiate better prices. That would actually lower federal spending, and it would lower the cost that people pay. The president said this week in a rare interview that he actually has the votes to do it. Where's the deal? When's the vote? Well, lowering prescription drug costs is one piece. Lowering utility costs by providing tax incentives for energy is another piece. But equally important, lowering the federal deficit mm -hmm. by enacting long overdue tax reform. If we can do a package like that, we can move forward in the near future. It will not only help in lowering prices, but it will send a signal to the markets and the global economy that the United States is really deadly serious about taking on this. Hiking taxes isn't going to change the price of milk. When and how are you actually putting forward this package? I love that line. Hiking taxes isn't going to change the price of milk. And so we understand each other. Stop telling us about prescription drug prices. I am not arguing that it doesn't cost too much for prescription drugs. I am arguing that's not the subject. That gets brought up all the time. Nothing's been done. Little things have been done. It's still going to, for some people, cost too much. But the price of milk is everything. Being able to afford some burger for your family is everything. Where's the plan there? You haven't figured out prescription drug prices 
in decades. So how about you stop telling us about how that's the plan that you have? I don't think that really connects with people. And as we've shown, uh, connecting with people, certainly not the strong suit of the Democrats of today anyway. My problem is Republicans ain't that much better in talking about the issues. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.